Welcome, Mage. I'm Rhino. And I'm Papa Mage. And, and this, this is the Extreme Casual MTG Podcast. Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about gratefulness. These are things that we are grateful for within the magic community, within magic all around. Uh, we have seven stories that we're going to be talking about. Uh, gratefulness. They're not overly long stories, but they are ones that constantly come to our mind whenever we think about the community and what we're grateful for in this community. And I'm going to start off and we're going to do these in chronological order. So the first one is actually before Rhino was born. And it's going to sound really, really silly. I am very grateful for people who throw away dual lands. Okay, let's roll back to 1993. 1993, there was this new card game out called Magic the Gathering. It was unusual. It was different. It, I, people didn't know how it worked. You know, we didn't have uh, the the internet uh, quite uh, the way that we do now. So there wasn't a lot of discussion about it. Uh, so, you know, people would get these cards. And they would look at the dual lands and they thought they were junk. And nobody, at least where I was, was doing dual color decks. Everybody was doing monocolor decks. They couldn't think dual color. I mean, really, this was the very first time Magic was out. So people weren't thinking that way. So a lot of times those dual lands were thrown away. People would get upset. Sometimes they would leave them behind. Uh, they were easy to trade for. People, uh, oh, yeah, you want this piece of junk? Here, take this tundra, take this plateau. And yeah, I need a, I need a forest, because the regular lands were were hard to come by. Yeah, people needed islands or swamps. So I was very grateful for those people that were throwing away dual lands, because I've got a pile of dual lands uh, that I've had for many many years. And uh, we didn't really play with them until we started uh, doing Commander uh, a number of years back. So they've basically been sitting on the shelf. Uh, I wouldn't say collecting dust because they were in a little plastic container. Um, but I have a pile of dual lands. And we're grateful for that because we don't have to pay for dual lands for Commander decks now. Uh, so... <laughs> so... Uh, let's fast forward to Rhino's birth and then let's go, uh, eight more years later. So 2014. Now Rhino has, uh, a, you have dyslexia. Yeah, I am dyslexia. So even though I've got notes written right here, he has a hard time reading those notes because he can't really process them quite right yeah my brain doesn't accept it <laughs> yeah his brain doesn't uh, accept uh handwriting in many cases but uh you know rhino knows how to read oh yes i do <laughs> and he he knew how to to read even at the age of seven eight in this this time frame and uh, so i i know we've said this story a number of times so we're gonna say it again <laughs> Um, I was playing another card game. Uh, you might have heard of it. It's called Pokemon. Um, and I, 
He, he he didn't really read those cards either. He memorized them. Yeah, I memorized what cards do. Uh, so I just looked at the picture and be like, oh, that's uh, Pikachu. And it does this. And this is a trainer and does that. Well, he was at a game shop and he was looking for more Pokemon cards. And he ran across uh, a magic card. Yeah, I... Uh, that's a weird Pokemon. Storm Tide Leviathan. So he picked it up and he could read that font. So the, the main font that Wizards uses, uh, the Bellerin font, is uh, named after Jace Bellerin. And that is the, the font that's on the, the titles of the cards and things like that. He could easily read those. And so we're thankful for, I don't know if that was Insight uh, on their part or if it was an accident. But it was something that really triggered in his mind, and he could, it, it didn't scramble the letters. And even the Times New Roman that they use, uh, for the most part, uh, he can read that because of the spacing, the kerning, whatever, the, the way that it's put down on the page, he can understand that. So, uh, and it was basically a miracle. Well, yeah, it was. And so that's what that's really what started us into the magic community. And so uh, we've told you before about uh, you know starting a YouTube channel because Rhino wanted to learn how to play better. And mm. um, we started and we'd been going for a little bit. And I think this was around 2016 we went to. Uh, GP in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. And uh, everybody, well, not everybody. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, and th let, let's set the stage a little bit more here. Okay, it's uh, 20, 2016, GP Charlotte. It was a pretty big convention uh, in nowhere near you know, anything like uh, GP Vegas. We'll get to that in a bit. But this was a point where Rhino had 62 subscribers, and I, I remember that quite well. And we had uh, printed out these little business cards that he was passing out to people. And uh, uh, he passed one out to uh, someone at lunch, and it was an employee. Uh, and it was an employee of Watsy, which is the coast. Uh, and, uh, they were so amazed that uh, this young, young kid of, uh, 10 years old was doing a YouTube channel and, uh, they wanted to contact us and, and, uh, send him some gift, uh, or, or some stuff or whatever. And so, yeah, we, uh, we were very grateful for that chance to do that interaction. Uh, we didn't know that they were a Wizards uh, employee. I mean, uh, I just look at them as people. And, but uh, there was something else that happened at uh, this uh, GP. And this was the final day. And we were leaving that day. And someone you know, said, hey, young mage. Now, remember, this is 62 subscribers, and somebody recognized him, uh, and it, it just blew us away. 
Uh, it was Blew his, me away yeah. too. And he didn't know how to how to react to that. Uh, I was like, I, I uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So yeah, we we're grateful for that that initial interaction. <sighs> Wish I knew <laughs> who it was, but uh, we were all we were stunned. Um, and we chatted with them a little bit, and uh, soon thereafter, uh, we ended up uh, uh, going on to uh, our, our fourth story, which is the uh, interaction with Wizards of the Coast. And, and uh, we got recognized um, by them. Uh, well, they, they did send you some stuff, and we and... thought that was great and all. And uh, then, you know, Wizards of the Coast has continued to, I don't want to say support Rhino, because it, it's not support. It is recognition. It really is just recognition. Uh, yeah, sometimes they'll send uh, the gifts, and, you know, we love getting the the booster boxes and opening those up and giving away commander decks that that we get and packs and things that they send us uh but it, it really does come down to it's nice to be treated like a real content creator um yes. and uh very recently um we got uh their their holiday card uh, which is last minute chopping. Yeah, and we got the the nice card here, and it's it's really cool. And these are things that we keep because it reminds us of you know, how grateful we are that they recognize you know, the positive influence that Rhino has on the community. So uh, let's see our uh, our next uh, story is um well um i don't remember oh, 2017 yeah it's 2017 and gp vegas is coming up a lot of people are asking hey is rhino going to be there uh and we go we don't have the money to come let's do a kickstarter so we did a kickstarter uh i think we did it in april or something like that to try to get the money to come out and interview new and young players and uh oh we got the money from that kickstarter um and uh um it shot through the roof yeah Uh well yeah i mean we didn't get too much more than what we needed but we were amazed that we got what we did get, uh, and we went to, to GP Vegas, and we did the interviews, and you got to meet Mark Rosewater, and, yes. and uh, a number of the cosplayers, a bunch of new and young players uh, met up with uh, Dana Fisher, uh, and uh, really, uh, you know, I said we were doing these in chronological order, this is kind of chronological order because we did the Kickstarter early in the year, but then Wizards of the Coast decided to send Rhino and, of course, a chaperone, which was me, 
to <laughs> loading ready run to do the battle bond pre pre-release uh and he did that with dana fisher and uh, yeah. uh and daniel's dad of course uh so that was so neat and you know that was of course sponsored by wizards of the coast but it was loading ready run that you know recognized that hey you know it'd be great to have these kids uh as as uh, yeah. doing teamwork uh in uh in this uh, and uh so it was an incredible experiment experience going to the moon base and interacting with everyone there and then of course gp vegas was soon after that uh and you know just uh, seeing that uh you know people were were amazed that there were kids as young as them and as short as them uh not short now but as not short as them uh playing magic and actually playing it smart um and and speaking of smart um our seventh uh story and i don't remember which uh which gp this was because we've 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 gone to a bunch of them we went to yeah uh we went to one in richmond virginia we went to one in atlanta uh i and it, i think it might have been atlanta uh but but anyways yeah so um let, let me tell you a little bit more about how rhino plays at these gps you know, generally does side events okay and there was uh one uh side event it was a sealed event and so rhino goes through and he builds his deck and he's playing his first opponent and he's teaching his opponent how to beat him yeah during a tournament uh but it's a side event okay not not that big of a deal but it, you know it, it's really uh gives you a good idea of you know rhino isn't in it to not in it to win it he's in it to yeah, teach it. it uh he, he likes winning yeah i yeah. do yeah but uh, by accident but yeah but there was a uh they were going to have like their biggest legacy uh tournament there and i think there was they had like uh about 100 people signed up for it or something like that and rhino was talking to uh, a fan of the channel and he was telling them about how, uh, you know, we had just started uh, playing Commander, or we had been playing Commander for a little while. And we we told them the story about how our uh, Crater Hoof Behemoth that we had turned out to be fake. Uh, and I know it wasn't a fake one when we started out. Someone had swapped it out, uh, which was really, really not good. Uh, but we had been going to a bunch of LGSs and things like that, and everybody wanted to see his deck. And so we don't know what happened to it. But then we also found out that in the Legacy deck he made, uh, he had a Goblin Guide in there. And I think he had you had two or three. I think it might have been three. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was three. And we we went through to take a look at it and it looked like one of the cards wasn't real 
And so I pulled it out. I took it to a judge and they verified that it was not a real card. So um, we pulled it out and we were going to put in just a regular mountain uh, in place of it. And we were we had been talking to a fan of the channel that we mm -hmm. told him about that Crater Hoof Behemoth story. And that, you know, we ran across this goblin guide and that wasn't real. And he said, well, hang on a second. He went over to one of the uh, vendors there and he bought a goblin guide and handed it to Rhino and said, here. Well, yeah, we're very grateful for that. I wish I remember who it was. Uh, and, and uh, well, uh, he got to put it in his deck and he played in that legacy tournament and he got third place. So, so top so, three. Yeah. yeah. So that was, those are seven stories. Uh, and I know they were pretty quick stories, but those are the things that we look back on and think, wow, we're really grateful for this community because of how this community changes, how it has treated uh, a new and young player, uh, a, a person that has, uh, you know, dyslexia. He also has seizures, uh, how yes. they uh, have uh, really helped us out and uh, made us feel welcome. Uh, so, uh, one thing we'd like to do before you start clicking off, uh, is, uh, ask you put in the comments below, what are you grateful for within this magic community? Uh, and if you're just listening to the podcast, um, uh, it, uh, if you want to, uh, find, uh, where we have this podcast posted on the youngmage.com website, you can comment there or find it on YouTube and and put a comment there uh we really love to yeah. hear the the positive influence of uh the community and uh the the wonderful stories that people have and we we've gotten a lot of great stories from others in the past so uh i think that's about all that we have so uh i have more videos in going now too so until then, me and me are shoveled back into the library. Bye.